Welcome to Washington Execs Givers of GovCon podcast series, where we highlight the philanthropic efforts within the government contracting community and speak to the leaders spearheading them. Over the next weeks, you'll hear us talk with givers of all kinds as we dig deeper into how and why they're giving back. So thanks for tuning in and enjoy this next episode of Givers of GovCon. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Givers of GovCon, where we highlight the philanthropic efforts driven by the government contracting community and its leaders. Today, we're speaking with Melissa Duenas. She's a Senior Vice President of Marketing and Communications at Lidos. Melissa also oversees all of Lidos' community and charitable efforts, so it's really great to have you here with us today. Great to be here, Amanda, and thanks for inviting me to speak on this important topic. Of course. So I want to ask if you can start by telling us about the organizations that Lido supports and partners with. What are their causes and missions? So as you can imagine, a large company like Lidos, we have 43,000 employees around the world and we have presence in 120 countries. That list is quite diverse, but we find it very helpful to focus our efforts around key categories. And for us, those are STEM education, national security families, which is inclusive of the intelligence community, basic needs and wellness, which includes causes like fighting homelessness and food insecurity, as well as the last category of ethics and leadership. So tell me why Lidos decided to center around these four key areas. Companies love to get involved with organizations that are connected to what they do as a business, right? For us, it's a bit of a combination of things. Uh, We love to align with our business focus areas. So you'll see that with the national security family support. But we also recognize as a large corporation with such a big presence in so many communities that we do have a responsibility to serve stakeholders outside of our customer set. And so that's where you see things like the basic needs and wellness coming in right here in the Reston Town Center where we're headquartered. We have an organization called Cornerstones right across the street from us. And it has a very large, I think it's like a 60 bed homeless shelter, as well as a food pantry and a winter coat shelter. And wherever we have people and places, we need to do our part and be a good corporate citizen in the community. So that drives a lot of it too. And lastly, what's important to our employees is also important to us. So a lot of our most successful and most active charitable efforts bubble up from our employees. Cool. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Is there any particular work that you're doing in any of these four key areas that you want to highlight? I will highlight what I feel has been a tremendous success for us. And that is our anti-opioid initiative that started from one of our employees actually calling the company to action a bit after he lost his son to an overdose. And that has really led to so many things, so many partnerships, including a community anti-drug coalition of America, the truth initiative, dozens of other organizations that we've been active with, but it's also led us most recently to partner with the Milken Institute and create a CEO action collaborative that empowers other companies to start initiatives in this regard as well. So that's one of the things we're most proud of. I actually had the pleasure of interviewing Roger Crone in 2019 about this mission and how the fight against the opioid epidemic came about in Lidos. And it's still to this date one of the most impactful interviews that I've ever had, especially in the GovCon community, hearing him talk about the email he received and close personal friends that have also lost someone to the epidemic. It was very eye-opening. 
Yeah. And it's especially in the era that we're all journeying through together with COVID-19 and changing the ways we're living and working in many ways. We're finding that there are challenges like this out there that people have suffered in silence with for a while, and that it can be a really powerful thing to have a leader set the tone in an organization and say, hey, it's okay to talk about things and it's okay to have challenges and we can work together to do important things that can make a difference. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know we talked about the opioid epidemic and how lots of other organizations and causes kind of bubble up from employees and what they're interested in. Is there any other defining moments or reasons why Lidos chooses the organizations that it chooses to support? One defining moment was several years ago, we are a member of an organization called the Business Roundtable. They issued what was called the Purpose of a Corporation. And it was the first time an organization had issued a statement that said, hey, we exist to do more than make money. We have responsibilities to so many stakeholders. They are our employees, the people who live next door to us. Yes, our customers, but also to the families around us. And we were one of the first signatories of that. So we were on the inaugural signatory list. And that really set the tone for us for our charitable efforts, because we not only want to invest in things that drive business, we know that we need to take care of those around us in order to be successful as a company. That makes sense. And how has the impact been in terms of employee involvement or feedback from employees and also impact in terms of how you're seeing the work that you're doing actually show in the community? The anecdotes are endless that we get from employees whether it's one of the hundred robotics teams we sponsor in the schools where they're a coach personally and they have this rewarding, incredible experience to share around them, or whether they're a veteran and they want to give back by volunteering with the USO or other charities here locally, or even organizations like Habitat for Humanity in Northern Virginia and DC, which we're very active with. I'm actually on the Habitat Nova board. Our employees just rally around the build days and understand the need for affordable housing in our area. And there's no shortage of enthusiasm for giving back. And I think it aligns well with our company's mission of wanting to make the world safer, healthier, and more efficient. The people that work here and many other GovCon companies want to make a difference in the world. They're either coming out of government, they're coming out of the military, they want to be a part of something bigger, and they want to have an impact. And can I ask what got you involved? Why did you want to help spearhead this kind of initiative within Lidos? Yeah, so I'm kind of in that same vein. So I was in the Air Force for 10 years. I believe in the whole person concept and taking care of our folks in order for them to do their best work. And that made me very passionate about volunteerism, community engagement, and also mental health and well-being and a lot of things that we're seeing increase in importance just over the past two years. So, yeah, I think like many of my colleagues, uh, kind of a service mentality drives me. Awesome. Yeah. As you look at the four areas that you described, it just seems like there's so many possibilities in the future as well, especially after these past 18 months, two years and talent acquisition and STEM education, national security personnel, of course, with the increase of the need for just national security in the country in general, basic needs and wellness seems pretty straightforward following the pandemic and of course ethics and leadership as well after the events of the past couple of years so i wanted to ask if there's any upcoming news related with this work that you want to share or perhaps any avenues you're excited to get involved with in the coming months or next year yeah i think just to talk briefly about the pandemic every company 
who is active in a charitable way, pivoted a bit during the pandemic to address the urgent needs among our employees and our communities and also just the global landscape. So, for example, we partnered with organizations like the CDC Foundation and also later when the crisis kind of built up in India, the United Way Mumbai. We want to be seen as a corporate citizen that's responsive to the needs around us. And that was exciting to be able to have that agility and know that we were really making a difference. And I think it was very important to our employees, too, who they all want to do something in the light of devastating tragedy. And we can help answer the call in that regard. Our mission for the mind, as we call it, is kind of the thing that I'm most excited about going forward. Now, that is taking the work that we got done during our anti-opioid initiative and really understanding that substance misuse and addiction are all symptoms of larger mental health challenges that we face as a population or a global population, and that we can do more on the preventative end to help maintain the wellness of our employees. And we're really going to be active in that in the months ahead. Yeah, there's one thing I recall from my interview with Roger Cohn was the ways in which everyone can really help fight the opioid epidemic, regardless of just being a part of an organization or having that direct impact. So why do you encourage others to get involved and how can others get involved? The most important thing that anyone can do to get involved is to really start a conversation because by saying it's okay to talk about it, you're helping eradicate long-held stigmas that have just really made people suffer alone. So if you're willing to have an open dialogue, if you're willing to just check in with people and have a conversation and talk about it, you really are saying that it's okay to have these tough conversations and people will open up. And frankly, we had that same experience, Amanda, when we announced our anti-opioid initiative initially, and we told our employee's story of the loss of his son as the motivator. I mean, it was so powerful how many employees it resonated with for one reason or another. Either they had a tragedy in their family, or they knew someone, a good friend or a neighbor or a customer or whoever that had these challenges. And it's such a powerful thing to connect people who are going through the same thing so that they can support each other. And that doesn't happen if people are in dark corners. We need to shine lights on these issues and try to work on making a difference together. So what's next for the Mission for the Minds campaign? We're very excited, as I mentioned, about our partnership with the Milken Institute for Public Health. So we want to broaden and deepen our ongoing CEO pledge initiatives. And you can find information on all of that on our website. But we know that last year alone, 90,000 lives were lost to opioids. And this year is shaping up to be even worse, as you might imagine, in, in the pandemic, where people aren't able to go to support groups. Medical care is not as accessible. We're in the telehealth era now, which we're adopting rapidly. And not everyone is adjusting well to that. That is going to be a focus continued collaboration and really finding ways to make what we're doing within our company and in our community repeatable for other companies so that they can emulate these initiatives in their own spheres. And hopefully together we can have a larger collective impact. Yeah, that's a wonderful point. We've had a few of these interviews already, and there are so many overlapping areas and causes that the GovCon community is working on that would be very powerful together. You know, people say, well, you're going to team up with your competitors and do the charitable work. It's like there is nothing proprietary about caring for our community and our world. We need to work together to make solutions that are going to have a lasting impact. Beautifully said. How important is it to have a leader from the top take initiative and care about these missions and causes in order to set the tone for the company? 
Well, I'm sure it's not a big surprise to anyone that when the boss does something, others listen in and, and will kind of emulate that behavior. So if a CEO or any business leader, frankly, takes on an initiative with passion and engagement and brings others along on that journey, it really can turn into a powerful movement within an organization. And I think for any company, it's about finding those causes that they can sincerely and genuinely make a difference in and getting employees involved, getting their leaders to lead these initiatives for the organization. And that can really make a difference. But around the topic of anti-opioids, Roger Crone, our CEO, personally sent out the communications. He was very active with our initiative planning following our announcement. And that really showed in the way that things rolled out. And employees really took notice of that. And because of that, I feel like it really made it a success. And I can imagine seeing your CEO care about something so strongly and want to make a difference is inspiring in itself. Yeah, and it's these issues and challenges and causes aren't always the most comfortable topics. So it's good to be courageous and to set a good example for folks, not only your employees, but those around you in the community. Absolutely. Yeah, there is a stigma associated with some of these issues and things that people are going through. So it's important to break down those walls and get to the root of why it's happening, like you said. So the Mission for Minds campaign seems like it's doing that. Yeah, we hope so. And much more to come there for sure. Wonderful. Well, we look forward to keeping up with those initiatives. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Amanda. It's wonderful speaking with you. You too.